I explained that I like going to these coffee houses because I find myself engaging in conversations with non-Christians, primarily in their twenties, who work there or who regularly hang out there. And I shared how I don't just walk up to strangers, but how instead, over a period of time, I get to know the coffee house workers and regulars. And as I get to know them, I get to ask them questions about what they think, and I find they are usually very willing to share their viewpoints on life, church, spirituality, and Christians. I explained that, for me, listening to them and becoming friends with them has been a great and natural way to hear the thoughts and get to know the hearts of those outside the church. I shared how I even get invited to clubs to hang out and see bands, and how this also is a way to hang out with and build trust and credibility with those I'm befriending. And I shared how incredibly refreshing it is to be friends with people outside of church circles. Too busy inside the church to know those outside the church. I concluded by telling the group that it's too easy for pastors and church leaders to get caught up in the busyness of church activities with Christians and to subtly lose touch with the mindset of emerging generations. It's too easy to get caught in our little church subcultures, and the result is that the only younger people we might know are Christians who are already inside the church. But if we go off-site, we're not just with Christians at the church campus all the time. As I spoke about these things, I looked around and saw I was getting a lot of puzzled looks. Finally, someone raised his hand and asked if the leaders and people of my church allow me to do this instead of spending time with the people in the church. Someone commented that they couldn't possibly go to a coffee house like that since their church expects them to be available in the church office during the week to care for the flock, his word. This caught me off guard, so I asked if others felt the same way, and to my surprise many of them did. They felt their job as church leaders is to preach the scriptures and stay in the church office all week long to be available for the people of the church. One person commented that non-Christians need to come to the church building and that revival meetings and altar calls are the way to reach them. Many indicated that it isn't the church leader's job to go out to the people. Instead, the people should come to us. Another commented about how pagan emerging generations are and how they just need to hear solid preaching which will cause them to repent of their ways. Yet another asked me about the people I had been visiting with in the coffee house. Have you sealed the deal with them? he asked. I asked what he meant by sealing the deal. He said, Have you prayed the sinner's prayer with them? To which I replied, no, I'm just trying to be their friends and get to know them. My answer actually brought a public rebuke from this person. Well, then you're wasting your time, brother, and I will pray for you that you seal the deal with them. I could sense approval of his statement from almost everyone in the crowd, and even heard an amen from someone. I stood there not quite able to believe what I was hearing, and felt this weird rush of blood and adrenaline through my system. My head felt a little flush, and I didn't know how to respond. I heard myself stammering, I can't believe what I am hearing here. This is even an evangelism conference. 
If there is anyone on the church staff who should want to be out of the church office and befriending and talking to non-Christians, it's you in this room. And if you are afraid to talk to your elders or the leaders in your church so that you can spend time with non-Christians during the week, then you are a... a... I kept stammering, trying to think of the right word, and then I blurted it out. Weaklings! I could see the impact of my words ripple through the crowd. I felt a double dose of nervous emotion, half of me thinking, I can't believe I just said that, while the other half thought, I'm so glad I said that. Near the back row, an older gentleman got up, squeezed his way out of the pew, and walked out of the room, muttering something to the people he passed. Later, I heard that as he was leaving, he told the people in the row, They'll let anyone speak at this conference. I'm getting out of here.